January is Sanctity of Life Month, a time set aside to recognize the most vulnerable in our world. We believe that human beings are created by God in His image. Therefore, every person, from conception to natural death, possesses inherent dignity and immeasurable worth. As Christians, we are called to defend, protect, and value all human life. Hello, this is Sonia Hines, and welcome to Spotlight. Every year, a new theme for the March for Life is chosen, one that speaks to the most pressing needs of our time. And this year, at this historic turning point for life, the fight for a culture of life is facing a new frontier. Recently, the new theme for the March for Life 2023 was revealed live by Jeannie Mancini, the president, at a gathering of pro-life supporters. Here's Jeannie Mancini. Our Supreme Court justices were moved by your testimony. We've heard from those who we pray that their hearts and minds are changed. We've heard from them up until recently that Roe was settled law. If I had a nickel for every time I'd heard that Roe was settled law, I would be a very wealthy woman. <laughs> but your testimony, marching in Washington, D.C., shutting down the city every year, for the largest annual human rights demonstration worldwide has borne fruit. It's absolutely borne fruit in the overturn of Roe. And so to God be the glory in overturning Roe and he uses his faithful instruments, which is all of you. So thank you so, so much. Um, by the way, that happened on Nellie Gray, the founder of the March for Life. It was her birthday, the day that Roe was overturned. So, so many different aspects went into the overturn of Roe, but I'm positive marching these last 40, 49 years is absolutely part of that. Now you are here to hear about our 2023 March for Life theme. Every year we try and discern to use a theme that addresses what I would describe as the most confusing issues or the most cutting edge issues um, in terms of building a culture of life. And I think we can all agree that there's a lot of confusion out there right now about the inherent dignity of the unborn child and abortion and a, and a right to abortion and what that means for women. Past themes have included adoption, a noble decision. We know that in our country, there's only 20,000 infant adoptions every year, but over 900,000 abortions every year. So we've focused on that. And we'll do that again in the future. We've had pro-life is pro-science, right? We know that where sometimes we hear the confusing idea that a woman's choice is so important that the reality is that a baby from the moment of conception has its DNA for life, that being pro-life is pro-science and that science very much supports the truth of protecting the inherent dignity of the unborn. We've had love saves lives to talk about the importance of sacrifice begetting fruit, which is maybe the most critical message in some ways. Well, this year, in light of our most significant victory, the overturn of Roe, where we want to provide clarity into the confusion again about the inherent dignity of the unborn. And I would say particularly the lie that a right to abortion is good for women. Our theme is 2023 <laughs> March for Life. Next steps, marching in a post-Roe America. Next steps, marching in a post-Roe America. So we will talk about that a lot at the 2023 March for Life but let me give you just a really quick snippet of that and why we chose it. We are going to celebrate the 50th annual March for Life because this is a moment where our culture has been changed. 
history is shifting now and we need to stop and take stock of all that's happened and to celebrate first and foremost the overturn and the momentous overturn of Roe v. Wade. We will honor all of those who we've gone before, um, including Nellie Gray and the many other giants in the pro-life movement that have brought us to where we are today. And we will present with our friends in the pro-life community and other pro-life organizations what we would describe as the strategic plan for moving forward in this next phase of building a culture of life. Because we are in a new phase. Everything's a little bit different right now. And I think that in part is where some of the confusion comes in. A question that I personally have received more and more and more over the last few weeks in the wake of the overturn of Dobbs is, do we still need to march? And will we still march in January? Some of the most popular questions that I've gotten are, do we still need to march? Well, let me say this. Critical to our strategic plan is continuing continuing to boldly march in Washington, D.C. every January. But we won't march to the Supreme Court anymore. We will now be marching to the Capitol. And it doesn't end there. We must also continue to march in our state capitals. I think many of you know that the March for Life has been working boldly on a state march initiative for over five years. So we plan to be in all 50 states in the next seven years. So we march at the Capitol. We march to the Capitol. We march to the capitals in the states. And last, and perhaps most importantly, we must continue to increase the safety net for moms and babies, especially by supporting pregnancy care centers and maternity homes that support moms and babies with love and compassion, and they help them through these these moments in time that can be so challenging. So join us on January 20th as we celebrate this victory and we discuss the new season, the next season. Let's remain in constant prayer for the most vulnerable in our society. This is Sonia Hines with Spotlight. Thank you for listening. Spotlight, a public affairs program of the Mars Hill Network. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of the Mars Hill staff, management, or board of directors. Inquiries and suggestions are welcome. Email them to spotlight at marshillnetwork.org or regular mail to spotlight in care of Mars Hill Network, 4044 Mackay's Road, that's spelled M-A-K-Y-E-S, 13215.